A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. Telling a woman that she can't be an elder is a nonsense rule. If they claim to be in the body, we let them have it. Donald Trump is going to win in 2020 by an absolute landslide. Heretics Christianizing the American dream. I said that that many LDS folks and I uh, love the same Jesus. Uh, I still believe that. Sawing is a blessing from God to make you rich. Treating Jesus like a lottery ticket. The Lord spoke to my heart. Then very few times I've ever heard God be this articulate with me. And I'm telling you word for word, these words came into my heart. I'm not asking you with I'm asking you to brush your hair. That's what God commanded. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Master's Dog False Teacher of the Week, episode 72. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. the Evangelical Norm. So the False Teacher of the Week segment of the Master's Dog podcast came out of the old introduction video that was a two-and-a-half-minute montage of false teachers set to a really cool song called No Compromise by Result, uh, used by permission. Thank you, Result. And uh, someone came to me and said, you know what? I don't know who all these people are. Some that I did know, I thought they were actually okay. Could you kind of break it down for me and let me know who, why they are false teachers and what makes them a false teacher? So I took that. I started with Stephen Furtick, which is who she had asked about. And then I systematically went through that introduction video and just counted down all the different false teachers that were in there. I think it was 40 episodes uh, of that montage by itself. I think I did add one or two people who weren't initially on it. But um, So once I got through that, I revamped the, uh, the intro video, uh, put a beat in, beat in there that I had made myself to where there's no uh, copyright claims, anything like that, even though Result did give me permission, personally gave me permission to use the song. Uh, but because of, you know, I didn't have it in writing, so on and so forth. Copyright claims kept popping up, so I wanted to get rid of that. And then I also wanted to make the video a little bit more uh, versatile so I could input and take out uh, video clips as I go. So I can change it up and, and make it a little different. So uh, new introduction video, you just saw it. Uh, that is where we're at. And also, it's not two and a half minutes long, so you don't have to endure that very long introduction video. So there's a little background on the podcast for uh, people who are new. We continue to get uh, new subscribers almost daily. Uh, we're adding two or three every day to the podcast, and that's because of you guys who like the videos, share the videos, comment on the videos. That makes the algorithm go, this might be a good video, and we'll sh- put it out there for more people to find it when they search for things, uh, the tags and so on in the video. So thank you all who have subscribed and shared and so on. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification button, get all the content that is released here. A lot of different podcasts that I do, different uh, subject matter and so on. Um, the main one is 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 pretty much this, the Master's Dog and the False Teacher of the Week. But then there are other podcasts that I do as well. So jump in and join us in that. You can hit me up on Facebook uh, at Norm Denham, uh, Twitter at The Master's Dog or Evangelical Norm, all those places where you can leave comments or anything. Leave comments here if there are false teachers you want me to look at. Today's false teacher is someone that was suggested to me uh, by one of uh, the 
viewers of the podcast. So um, if there is anybody that you uh, think I should take a look at and add to the schedule for the false uh, teacher of the week, I have a very uh, a long list of, of false teachers that I've got going up. These are the ones that are left. I've done most of these, and these are what I've got to do. And uh, so if you have a false teacher that you want me to look into, I will add them to the schedule, and we will we'll get them taken. And if you suggest it, I will bump them up to the top of the schedule or however long it takes. If I don't know who they are, it might take me two or three weeks to kind of research them, figure them out, and then I'll put them on, uh, but I will bump them up. They'll, they'll take precedence. Anybody that is suggested by a viewer or listener to the audio podcast, anywhere where you send me uh, a message to say, Hey, check out this person. Those are going to be, uh, given priority over just the list that I've made. So this week we are going to get into, and I know K dub has done, uh, a ton of videos about this dude and everyone's probably tired of hearing about him, but someone suggested him to me. I hadn't really looked much into, uh, Marcus Rogers, but so I, I jumped in and, and, uh, did a little bit of research, watched a lot of K dub videos, watched some other people's videos here and there, watched a bunch of his videos that are just like, ugh, I, I just can't. So Marcus Rogers, here's a, Again, what I like to do with, with some of these false teachers is I will take a look at their own website. So this is Marcus Rogers Ministries, um, the story, and just give a little bit of background about who he is. And then we'll you know jump into what makes this man a false teacher. So Marcus Rogers was born in Wiesbaden, Germany on July 19, 1986. He started following the Lord at the age of seven. He was homeschooled and went to college for one year before joining the army at 18. He has been in the military for 13 years and is currently making his way out of the military, pursuing full-time ministry. He has two combat deployments to Iraq and Afghanistan. Thank you for your service, Marcus. And one tour in South Korea. During his tours, he drew closer to God and found out the calling on his life. God gave him visions of worldwide revival and a great army rising up in the last days that would be bold and on fire for God. The Lord sent him out to set God's people on fire and to preach the message of repentance. He continued to do street preaching and posting videos on social media. Doors started opening for him. He is the author of Through the Fire to Be on Fire, and he is currently working on a few other books. His long-term goal is to open a church on the north side of Chicago called Firehouse. His short-term goals is to take the gospel to the streets, feed the homeless, and preach revivals across the nation. So he's apparently they credit him with this this phrase that I hear all the time, and it, it's just kind of cheesy. I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. Okay, great. So what is it about Marcus Rogers? What is it that makes this man? Why am I going to put him up here as a false teacher? So there's a couple of things and, and we'll, we'll just go in degrees. The first thing is, is this dude apparently has been divorced twice um, and is on now on his third marriage. But so can divorcees be preachers? That's, I mean, that's kind of the question that is, is begged. And I know a couple of men who are, are faithful pastors who had been divorced. Um, but what it, what it comes down to is what is the cause? What is the cause of divorce? So, um, this is what he says, uh, Marcus himself. I'm, I'm not sure. I think this is his first divorce. 
Um, so it's been a few years, but this is the quote that they have on the internet of him. It says, the Bible says, how can two walk together unless they agree? And the fact is, where I'm going, I'm going alone. We don't agree on the direction of my life. The more I try to keep it together, the worse it gets. This is simply a result of not doing things God way, God's way many years ago, not having the proper foundation. So he's basically just saying we've got irreconcilable different irreconcilable differences and we are parting ways. Well, according to scripture, that is not a biblical reason for divorce. Biblical reason for divorce, it would be adultery. That's a biblical reason for divorce to, uh, you know, to engage. And now you can get into different questions as does pornography qualify. Um, Usually it is the man who is engaging in these sins um, and then again, I mean, you would have to come back. Can you repent for adultery? Yes, you can repent for adultery. What does that look like? I don't know. I've not been there, so I don't know. Um, you know, restaurant, that would be, again, that's a, a conversation between you and your elders and whatever they lay out as a, a process of restoration. Again, if a man commits adultery, I'd, Personally, I don't see a real clear path to being restored to ministry. I mean, there is repentance and there is restoration to the body. But so, I mean, talk to your pastor. <laughs> that's what they that's what they're there for. Honestly, I mean, if I were still an elder and I would be in this situation, there would be prayer and, and discussion with other elders and, and making you know, plans with the, the times we engaged with people, men who were in engaged in adultery, they just walked away. They, they didn't submit themselves to the authority of the elders. They just went and did their own thing to other churches where then, then we had to go call the other churches and say, Hey, you've got this guy in your church that is un, in unrepentant adultery. So now apparently there's no adultery involved. I'm knocking stuff over. I'm getting very animated. Um, Apparently, there's, uh, you know, there was no adultery involved on either part. Um, so, again, what Scripture says is they, if they both remarried, which he did, they are actively engaged in adultery because they, there, there was no biblical reason for divorce of their first spouse. So, bottom line, first things first, this man is disqualified for ministry. This man is disqualified unless, you know, again, unless he has some uh, some pastors or elders who have put him on a, a path of restoration to ministry and whatever their wisdom says and, you know, their church and, and so on. But obviously there's been none of that. So second wife and third wife just compounding the sin of adultery unrepentant. Um, this man is disqualified according to the re- the requirements of uh, the qualifications of an elder in Timothy and Titus. So that's the first things first. The man is is just simply disqualified to be a uh, a pastor, to be a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The second thing is is he is a false prophet. So this is a you know a, a degree higher. 
because he's he's making statements that God told me this something that did not come to pass. Apparently, he's one of the guys. I don't. I'm, I'm amazed I didn't come across him when I was doing all my series on the uh, the Trump prophets. Um, but he's one of the guys that was like Trump is going to be elected in 2020. I just got into an, an, an argument with somebody on in comments on one of my videos about, well, I guess it's not really an argument because they never responded, but they were like, Trump didn't lose, Biden didn't win, he stole the election. Okay, what you're telling me with a statement like that is that God is not sovereign, that that God intended for Trump to be president, and somehow Joe Biden and the the grand power of the uh, the Democratic Party and the election-stealing uh People um, are overpowered God and his sovereignty and said, nope, who you wanted to be president, we're stealing it, right? What you're telling me is God is not um, omniscient. God doesn't know everything um, because he, I mean, rather than having these people prophesy that Donald Trump is going to be in office for another four years, he's going to win by a landslide, all these, don't you think God would have told these prophets the Democrats are stealing the election? And don't you think God, if God is omniscient and God is giving prophecy, don't you think God would say, here's the way that they are doing it, and you should go stop it. Because I intend for Donald Trump to be president, and and if they're going to steal it, I need you to go give them the information that I'm giving you. Right? So, to say that these prophets, that Donald Trump didn't lose the election, and it was stolen, because God prophesied through these people that Donald Trump would be president, well then, God is not sovereign, God is not omniscient, and God is not omnipotent. God doesn't have the power to do what God wants to do because apparently Joe Biden and the the Democratic uh, Party machine is more powerful than the the almighty creator of the universe, right? So this is, I mean, and and Deuteronomy gives us a test of a prophet. If if he says, "Thus saith the Lord," if 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 he trips presumes to speak on behalf of God and that thing doesn't come to pass, don't fear that man. Don't fear that man. He's a false prophet. He's not, again, he's not qualified to be a pastor and he's a false prophet. And then to take it to the, the, the ultimate extreme, this is a man that denies the Trinity, denies the triune God. And, and granted, yeah, I mean, you hear it all the time. Oh, there's nothing in the Bible that defines, it absolutely is. The word Trinity does not appear in the Bible. You're right. Doesn't it's nowhere in there. But the the doctrine and the teaching and the principle of the triune God is all over Old and New Testament. It's there. I mean simply in the in in Genesis, Elohim, that name is a plural name or the that word is a plural word for gods, but when it is you when it is used in addressing the Almighty God, El Shaddai, Elohim, Jehovah, Yahweh, however you want to understand who he is, Adonai. Anytime Elohim, this plural word, is used in conjunction with Almighty God, it is always with a singular verb. Recognizing that 
this almighty God, the creator of the universe, the one true God, is a plural being. Three persons, one God. Right? I mean, human minds are not created to, to fully comprehend this. But it is true. You know, we see where God says in Isaiah, there's no gods besides me, none before me, none after me. Beside me, I know no God. You know, all these things that, you know, the Lord your God, the Lord is one, the, the you know, all the things that we see. And then in the New Testament where we see instances of God receiving worship, Jesus receiving worship, the Holy Spirit receiving worship, that they are all addressed as God. Thomas comes to Jesus and addresses him as my Lord and my God, and he falls down and worships him. Right? We see all these things where the doctrine of the Trinity is, is very much present throughout Scripture. And it is an essential uh, part of salvation. Because if you're seeking salvation from a false God, there's no salvation there. There's no salvation in a God that is not the one true triune God. And so obviously, Marcus Richards, you can go, this is a... Uh, a debate that was done between uh, Stephen Bancars and uh, Rogers, and I want to say this is like end of 2017, beginning of 2018, somewhere in there. But um, my daughter is very loud upstairs. Uh, if, if it's bleeding over the mic, I'm sorry. I'm underneath uh, little people playing around in the, in the upstairs. Um, so this was a debate that was done between the two of them, and. Um, so you can go find it. You can you can look for uh, look for Stephen Bancar's uh, Marcus Rogers Trinity debate. Any of those things, you can look it up. You can find the debate that was done. But uh, Rogers is a modalist. So basically, what that is is it's like well, sometimes God is the Father, sometimes God is the Son, sometimes God is the Holy Spirit, depending on what He needs to be at that time, and He shows up in His different modes. He manifests in a different mode in the, these things, you know, right? That's modalism, Patrick, right? Right again. So this is heresy. This is what makes this man an absolute heretic. The denial of who God is, the person and nature of God, the person and nature of Christ, the person and nature of the Holy Spirit, denying those things. And then you see all the, the different videos that Marcus does where he's basically saying, if you don't agree with me, you don't have the Holy Spirit. And then he goes on and all these things. You look at their fruit and this and that. And I do this and I do that. And he's like, you know, and he says that this is not a salvation issue. This is absolutely a salvation issue. Who God is, the nature of God is absolutely a salvation issue. And there are going to be people who believe. I mean, we see it in the scripture. Excuse me, I'm about to... <coughs> Sorry about that. I'm a little uh, overuse of the voice between preaching at the mill yesterday and this today. So apologies. So it is, he's saying, you know, <coughs> excuse me, where was I? Matthew, um, where people will come to, to Jesus and say, Lord, Lord, did we not do these things in your name? And he'll say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. There are going to be people who are convinced they are saved because they fall because of false teachers like this who go, oh no, you don't have to you don't have to believe in the Trinity. It's not a salvation issue. Just go and do good things. 
Just go and, and, and bear this fruit and do what I tell you to do and agree with me. And if you don't agree with me, you don't have the spirit of God. Right? These are all the things that he says and he makes claims of. But the reality is, is he's leading people astray. And that is why it is very important to point these things out, to make these statements, to make these videos where we can recognize and understand who these false teachers are, what it is that makes them a false teacher, why we should annoy them, uh, annoy them, avoid them and annoy them and mock them and, uh, you know, troll them at every uh, possible opportunity um, because they are enemies of the cross. Bottom line. This man is an enemy of the cross. He is a false teacher um, and a, a dangerous man leading people down a path of destruction. So hopefully this was helpful. I hope you, you this was, uh, I, I meant to grab the name of the lady who recommended uh, Marcus Rogers to me and I did not. Let me see if I can find her real quick. Um, with simply one quick uh comment that just said please do marcus rogers um and i can't find it i'm sorry i wanted to i wanted to share her name and uh and get her out there oh no wait a minute i can't find it bear with me live podcasting y'all sorry um where did she go she's down here a little bit marcus rogers because i Comment back to her and said, I will put him up on my schedule. Where did it go? Hmm. Okay, maybe not. Please, there's David Taylor. I'm going to get it. I'm, I'm bound and I'm determined to find this lady's name so I can share her with you. And then hopefully finish up quickly so the, the sound of my... Rowdy child does not. Okay, I can't find it. Somebody, thank you for recommending Marcus Rogers to me. Hope you got. Hope you guys found this uh, up until the last minute and a half. Found this helpful. Um, as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words; they're necessary. Until next time, soli deo gloria.